you walk through hell and then you come out the other side and obviously here you are, you're still standing a, and then B you get to share with the world, your struggles that you've been through, what you learned. And it's just testimony to shit happens and stand up on your own two feet and you'll be okay. And you're going to learn from this and you can help people from it too. Hey there, friend, and welcome back to the Self Love Breakfast Club. I am Crystal, your host, and I am so excited you're here today. Oh my gosh, you guys, like, I'm so excited. As you know, this month we are, we're kind of like reached, we're changing the podcast. I am doing more episodes, I am giving you more of what you have asked for, what you need. And one part of that is coming up with this girlfriend chat. So I've asked my friend Deb, you guys might have heard her on the podcast before. I've been on both of her podcasts a couple of times. And she is the co-host of the Connectable podcast. And I have loved talking with her. And I feel like we have such good conversations that I was just like, you know what? I think it would be really cool if we just did a couple of episodes a month where we just jam on important topics. So I'll let Deb go ahead and just like give herself a little intro and then we're just going to go right on into our topic for today. Hey, Crystal. I'm so excited to be here. First of all, I have to say that just listening to you talk right now, you know, I have my headphones in. I feel like I'm listening to an episode of yours. Like I normally like your intro, like your voice. So I'm sitting here like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like I like that I'm on. So anyway, I'm really excited to be here. So (laughs) thank you. So geeking out. Everyone, Crystal is my girl crush for sure. So just really quick, I started following her like four years ago, I think, three or four years ago. I think it's when you first started doing Rebellia. I think that timeline-ish. Um, anyway, and so I've been following her ever since, been stalking her relentlessly. <laughs> well, I just love everything. You know, I love everything you stand for. It was just with women and body image issues and just self-love, self-care, everything. So basically, I reached out to Crystal, gosh, like, in, was it in the fall? To be on, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, it's a while ago. To be on one of my other podcast, Character Combine, which my co-host and I are not doing any more new episodes, but it's still up and it's still up and running. So if anyone wants this, it's about athletes and sports. So I asked Crystal to be on that podcast, and um, super excited to have her on that one. And then, again, of course, I have the Connectable podcast, and then reached out to you again. Can we be on? Can we be on that one? And this time, it was just me, and it was just me and Crystal. The other one, Josh, was in it. <laughs> I needed to have girl time chat. So that was so fun to get to talk to you without a boy involved. So, so. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, so fun. And so now here we are. And I'm just, you know, thank you so much for reaching out and really honored to be here. And um, yeah, so thank you. Yeah, I'm like, so excited. I mean, we, we were kind of talking a little bit. I, I'm glad we didn't dive too much into it. Because I hate preemptiveness on podcasts. I, I do all of my stuff off the cuff because I just don't want to prepare. I want it to be authentic and like natural. So I'm glad that we just kind of like oh, a little bit. So let's talk about this today about being enough, right? Like us being enough for ourselves. That's essentially in a nutshell what we were saying this topic was going to be. And you were saying that you were chatting with a girlfriend. So like share a little bit about that. And we're not going to name any names. No names. Yes. Well, and it's funny. I just... I get... Just like what we're doing right now, I have a ton of girlfriend chats just with girlfriends from all walks of life. But um, I had a recent chat with a girlfriend who is going through a lot of transition, like a lot of transition. So if you, anyone who's listening, if you're in a phase of transition right now in your life, this might be a good you know, episode for you or anyone in general. But um, yeah. 
I'm the type of person who I handle change fairly well. I literally move every single year, every year I move and I'm okay with it. But, and, you know, some people don't handle it too well, which is fine. You know, having coping mechanisms, you know, helps. But there's a, one friend in particular who is going through a lot of transition, new job, just, you know, stuff with her love life and just lots of uncertainty in the future. And she's the type of woman who has always planned stuff out for her life. Always. There's always a plan. And this is what we do. And this is the next thing. And this is the next thing. And so what's next? And she, she struggles when it falls apart, when it doesn't happen. And when the expectation of what she wanted just kind of just is not there anymore. And then all of a sudden she has to do plan B and then that's unexpected. And so, so she struggles a lot is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so, like, when does anything ever go according to plan? Right. No, exactly. And so she, anyway, and so I might make it out to be that she struggles more so than she actually does, but she's going through a rough time right now with all of that. She was telling me one of her coaches that she speaks with about just, you know, how to deal with all of it. The coach was telling her, you know, life is unpredictable and there's shit that happens that you can't control. So what is your, what is something in your life or what is it that is stable? What is your rock? It's like, you know, your foundation. And I think what happened was her coach helped her realize like, you know, what about love? Like love should be, you know, your, your, your stable, like foundation unconditional. Like if, if at the end of the day, if all you have is love, love for yourself and love, you know, love for others, then then you're okay. Like, you know, that should be enough. <laughs> and then she tells me, she goes, that's it. <laughs> that's all. So she's like, but I want, you know, you know, I want more. And then of course, like, and I told her, I'm like, you will. Yeah. I want to be a freaking millionaire. That'd be nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, or, or not. I don't know. More money, more problems. But anyway, it's just, so it got me to thinking, and, and you know, I think this is why people have like believe in a higher power and, you know, love for themselves and love for others, there needs to be some type of stable something foundation. Because when your world falls apart, you got to have something to stand on. Yeah. At least I believe. I mean, we see it all the time, like people crumble and uh, crumble and struggle and suffer. Mm -hmm. I grew up in a Christian household. Yeah. And so for me, that religious belief has always been my rock and foundation. And I hate the word religion. Yeah. Yeah. Hate it so much. (laughs) Hate it. Hate it. I actually had a conversation with this same friend a while back. We had an argument about the word religion. She's like, well, you believe in God, so you're religious. And I'm like, well, no, 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 no. And so we had to, anyway, that could be a Yeah, that is definitely a topic for another day because, I mean, (laughs) I I have this conversation a lot lately, actually. People always reach for the external, right? Like, Mm It's mm-hmm. the external. So even God in a lot of senses for people is an external thing. And it's not like an internal part of themselves, which generally like we are God, right? Like we have God in us, we are God. So it's, you know, but it's generally separate from that. People generally separate all of that from themselves. And so when they reach for something for comfort, for support, they generally don't reach within, you know, they're not reaching into their inner strength or their their highest selves. They're reaching for another person or they're reaching for like this external idea of God as opposed to what's inside, right. which is totally normal. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what we're taught. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, exactly. And just, it's that external validation, something tangible to hold on to. I think that people really start to depend on in life, like to make, you know, in order to be happy, in order to be successful, 
in order to be something in this world, like they have to have something. And, you know, I think that's normal, but so this conversation I had with this, with my friend, she was really struggling on anyway, going back to her change in jobs. She's like, I feel like a failure. Like I wasn't good enough for this job. And so I failed. And so now I got to, you know, I guess I'm going to go see if this job is good. And so failure is in and of itself a whole other thing to unpack because a lot of people are so, so scared to fail. And the truth is, that's just part of life. You have to fail. Yeah, life is going to life. I mean, stuff is going to happen in the external world that we cannot control. So it's funny because I used to refer to myself as like a cat, right? I was like, I know that if anything happens, like I'm like a cat, I'm going to land on my feet. I, you could literally take everything away from me, take everything away from me. I know I'll bounce back. Like I absolutely know I will. I mean, you, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and like Deb, you know, like I've been through a lot, a lot of like shit, you know, growing up and like trauma and stuff. And so I have this proof, right? I have this evidence that literally I can walk through actual hell and I'll be okay. <laughs> and I think that there's an, I don't want to say unfortunately, because I think it's wonderful that other people haven't had to experience stuff like that. And even, you know, some people have and they continue to allow it to drive them, I guess, you know, that external thing that happens. But sometimes we can look at that external shit as a gift, right? Like, okay, I lost this job. Well, did you love it? Like, was it even right for you? Like, was it truly a failure if you weren't happy. So maybe it was a gift. Maybe maybe you got fired or let go from this job that you didn't even like in the first place. But yeah, your ego is like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> that sucks, right? I'm worthless. I'm I'm terrible and this and that. When in reality, it's like, you know, maybe just maybe this is a gift. Maybe you just weren't a good fit for that job. Maybe there's something better out there for you. I love it. That's very similar to what you know, she and I went back and forth and I brought that up. You said it way better. (laughs) But the way and I kind of told her, I said, listen, I said, were you really happy there? Like, it wasn't like this is amazing. This next job, in my opinion, for her is actually better. She gets to start from the ground up. It's one of those types of things where she gets to start over and be in charge and start something brand new. And anyway, for her, but her ego is definitely freaking struggling. But what you said earlier about, you know, how you walk through hell and then you come out the other side and obviously here you are, you're still standing. A, and then B, you get to share with the world your struggles that you've been through, what you learned, and it's just testimony to shit happens and stand up on your own two feet and you'll be okay and you're going to learn from this and you can help people from it too. Yeah. She would ask me, she's like, how come you're so okay with change? Like, how are you just so cool about it? And I'm like, well, I mean, I might seem cool on the outside, but <laughs> on the inside, sometimes I am like, fuck. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. Like, I don't, for a little bit, right? It's scary. Well, there's a, here's the thing, right? I believe it's six needs, major needs that like people have, right? Certainty is a need. And that just may not be high value for you. But for her, certainty is high value. For you, maybe variety, right? Uncertainty. Like you might like that. You might thrive in that. So that need is higher for you. Significance is another one. Some people need to feel significant. They need to feel important. That's a need, you know, that may not be as important for other people and others. It's it's important. Contribution is one. And that's more of like an elevated need, right? That's kind of like a, we're here and then we go up a little bit because like now we're contributing and connection. That's another elevated one. I believe. I can't remember what the other, the force of the 
whatever basic, you know, needs are, but like uncertainty and, and variety are two really big ones. And so, you know, I mean, I think we all saw through the pandemic that life is uncertain. We don't get to decide what happens to us in the external world. And, you know, it was really sad just seeing some people just really shrink through the process and, and others like, it was cool to see thrive. But you know, there's always a pandemic, there's always something going on that is external from us. And so we get to make the choice of, you know, is this going to break me? Or is this going to build me? You know, you get that choice. I mean, you're different people, right? Like you something that you're, it just comes easy to you. Whereas like her, she's like, Oh, my God, I could never do that every year. Like, yeah, it's just not for you. Yeah. I like how you said, like, would you just say life is a pandemic or a pandemic happens? Yeah. All the, you know, all the time in your life. Yeah. No, you're right. Well, and I, you know, and I just, I like the uncertainty thing that makes complete sense because for me, and she knows this story about me and I don't know if I shared it with you. So when I was 17, my mom suddenly passed away ever since then. And I don't know if before then I had a plan myself in terms of like, Oh, you know, I want to, when I'm, you know, high school is over, then I want to go to college and then get a job and then be married and then have babies and da da da. Like, yeah, like the whole thing. Right. The checklist, right? I don't know. I can't remember, to be honest. I'm sure at one point I had a checklist like that when I was younger. But I remember, so when my mom passed away. For me, that was it. There's no more. I'm not planning anything. I'm not expecting anything. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Mm. Like, I never thought this would happen. And so... Yes, you swung in like the complete different direction. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then... So I explained that to her. And she knows that about me. I just have to... Whenever we have these chats when uncertainty in her life happens and she doesn't know what to do or she gets, you know... She just becomes very sad. And so as a friend, I just like to like chit chat with her to see, you know, then to see what's going on. She knows this about me, but she's like, yeah, that totally does make sense. But you know what's really helpful? talking to her, even though she seems to be the one struggling more so, is that it helps me yeah. so much. And this is why I love the girl chat so much because even while I'm talking about it and like when I was, I was talking to her a few days ago, I was realizing like, oh, this is why I don't like moving every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm like nothing, I, like it makes sense. And what you just said just now, like you thrive on an uncertainty or variety or whatever, like that's what you thrive on. I never thought of it like that. I always thought that like, oh, it's cool. Like I just, I don't know, I guess I don't mind change. But the variety, that makes sense. Now. Yeah, it became a part of you. Like that happened with your mom. And that was like a significant event, right? Like to that really shifted your belief system, essentially. What was important to you before just isn't anymore. Something else is. Yeah. And like what you said about how like it helps you, like you're talking to your friend and like essentially like you're giving her support and all of that, but it helps you. And like, that's called co-nourishment. Like that's what I do, you know, with my clients, I'm sitting here, I'm guiding them through processes and I'm, I'm helping them, you know, understand parts and pieces of themselves. Right. But when it's done, like there are a lot of times I go through like a really, really intense session with someone. I leave feeling like lighter and like brighter because I'm, I'm not just expelling energy. Like I'm not just like this, like, like, you know, like shoving energy at them. I'm holding this like beautiful container for them. And there's so much like amazingness that's happening, you know, with them sharing and me like being able to like guide and support them and not like do it for them, you know, and it's really beautiful. And like that can happen in female relationships. I actually last there's an episode went up live about like a week ago. And it was about the sister wound, the woman wound and uh, women and how we hurt each other. 
and how we don't trust each other and like, oh, women are drama, blah, blah, blah. But when we own our own shit, (laughs) you know, we show up to the table, we own our shit and we're just like, hey, this is me, you're you and we don't have to agree and we don't have to whatever. Like we get to have this like beautiful sisterhood you know, like society does not want that. It does not want us to just like love each other and like be like okay with each other. It wants us to, but yeah. Oh yeah, that can have a million different things firing off in my brain about that. <laughs> so I'm wondering if that should be a separate group. <laughs> no, I love it. No, exactly. I'm so glad. I love social media and I hate social media. So I love social media, all the platforms, because it can bring about the concept of, hey, girls, let's have each other's backs. Let's like, Mm -hmm. you know, why are we competing against each other? For what? What? For why? And, you know, on the flip side, I hate it because it does look like competition. And some girls are competing and some, you know, and like woman to woman, even like strangers or friends, like, you know, are just mean and, you know, girls get jealous and, oh God, that's a whole nother whole nother issue. <laughs> but- it all boils back down to like even what we just even started talking about in the beginning was like having that inside of yourself, right? Like when someone does something that pings me or that maybe I feel jealous, well, that is not their fault, right? Like that's not a them thing. And if someone does something that bothers me, I know that there's like something inside of me I need to like make peace with or learn or understand. Right. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we could just own our shit and take other people for face value or even have compassion for another person who is not, you know, maybe they're mean or maybe they are a catty woman or maybe, you know, maybe they are just the epitome of all of the things that we have been like, you know, women suck, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe we get to have compassion for them because maybe they're really hurting inside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's funny. I look at all the women in my life and oh my God, they're all so different. But here's the thing. All the women in my life could not all be friends. There's no Which way. is so sad. <laughs> Isn't it fun? That yeah. fucking sucks. Like that's so sad because it's like, <laughs> you know, like shit, why not? I mean, most of them could, but some of them can't. Yeah. So yeah, and it's too bad. And that's something I would like to fix in this world. And I know you would too. Like, I know we are on the same page with this. But like, why can't we just fucking get along? Like, can't we just support each other? Why can't we praise each other for you did this amazing thing? So cool. Sorry, we're getting off on a whole nother tangent now. <laughs> Be prepared, you guys. We're going to start out with a topic and then it's going to go. <laughs> it's gonna go but I mean, it's like, going. this is like, think about it. If we're sitting on a couch on a Friday night having wine, like, you know, that's how a conversation would go. It would go everywhere. Well, and think about how women's brains are. We freaking go from point A to B, and then we quickly go to point Z, X, Y, A, again, back to B, back to, and then go to point yeah. R. Like, we circle back around. We circle <laughs> around, and we, we get back to the point, the topic at hand. But Yeah, it is possible. Like, this this whole idea, like, it is possible. And, like, I'm honestly on, on path to prove it. But, you know, I got a little taste of it. I got a little taste of it. I, I went and met with some other women in my, like, peer group. And there was, like, 22 of us. And it was just, like, the most magical day, day and a half, whatever. You know, like, we ate food. We had a choreographer came in and, like, we did dancing. And we went to the beach. We all hung out together. Like, we talked. Like, we hugged. We hugged so much. We hugged so friggin' much. Like, held hands. Like, it was, like, 
So and like, I didn't know half of these women personally, really, like just kind of like knew they were in my sphere. And it was just all love. And it was like such a beautiful just like window into like what is possible for all of us, because every single woman in that place owns their shit. Every single one, you know, they all did. And so like, they know if if you piss me off, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) It's your thing to deal with. If you were being nasty, like it's that's on you. So it was just like really cool. And it it, honestly, it really opened me up like to this podcast and like how I want this, you know, to flow. Like I want women to listen and be like, Oh, my God, this is like my best friend, you know, like, (laughs) and know that like, if I see you in real life, like, yeah, I got you, you know, like, we're here. This is it. Like, this is the real shit right here. You know? But yeah, but it starts internally. It starts within. It starts with being looking within and not grasping for all of the external shit. Right. This is all there is. Yeah, it is. the internal That's shit. It. You mean? Yeah, like well, you're yourself, right? Like when you lost your mom, like you didn't know that that was going to happen. We could lose anyone at any time. We could lose everyone, right? And then what? Well, what do we do? You know, like. Well, first, like, obviously, honor your feelings and grieve. (laughs) Like, that's okay. That needs to happen. But at the end of the day, like, you just have yourself. You can't fully know the complete depth of another person. And I've seen it all the time. And we're going to, you know, talk about this on another episode about relationships. You don't always know somebody. You may think you know someone and people shift and people change. And I heard so many stories of women like, been in these long marriages and then suddenly, you know, dude just wakes up and leaves, you know? And then it's like, okay, if that was your entire world and you didn't have a strong center, you will crumble. You will fall apart. It's not about not caring. It's not about keeping people at a distance. It's about having that strong sense of self, that love and that I've got you to yourself. So when shit goes down, you don't have to be looking around like, who the fuck has my back? Like, you've got it. I love that. And it's that's kind of what I've been on that journey for the past 10 years yeah. and counting. We <laughs> all have. <laughs> I know, right. Yes. All of us. I mean, and it's going to continue. And that, you know, we could talk more about that in, you know, our next girl chat about relationships because I have a lot to unpack there in terms of things I learned from my divorce. Yeah. And Ooh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some more. Some tea there. But yeah, just going back to the conversation I was having with my friend, and yeah, we were drinking a beer. I mean, we were just kind of like, hey, let me give you a quick. So she and I are both teachers teaching in this pandemic, Mm. and we teach at the same school. And it's, you know, online learning, and then all of a sudden it's half and half concurrent learning. We got kids in front of it. It's like so much shit is going on. So we're like, we need a drink. And then so on top of teaching in a pandemic, she's doing a job change. And anyway, so that's why we had to sit down with the beer a few days ago. Yeah. But she did struggle with the whole, at the end of the day, if all I have is myself, her question was, that's it. And I've griped on her before. And she knows this. I'm like, you have got to love yourself more. Like I'm my background is all so I'm a PE teacher. And I've all I'm also I've been a coach before. So my background is athletics. And my background Mm -hmm. is coaching and I'm an athletic director. So I dish out a lot of tough love to myself and to my friends when I think they need to hear it. I even had to back off on her that night, you know, drinking a beer because some, you know, some people just don't want to hear it. Yeah. And it's not helpful. So I had to back off after I was like, what? 
what do you mean that's all you have? You have you, and you know, but that's a journey that she's on right now. But yeah, and that's okay. I think a lot of women are there, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, when you said like, that's it, like, I felt my whole system like cave in, like, I just felt like this deep, like contraction in my chest that was just like, oh, you know, because how sad we are such magical beings. Every woman should know that about herself. Every woman should feel that about herself. Like, if I could sprinkle that on every woman on yeah. the planet, I fucking would. Yeah. I'd go around like yeah. little self-love fairy dust. Just, bleh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it. I mean, yeah. that's a big part of my mission. That's a big part of my mission. And like hearing stuff like that, it's just like, oh my God, do you not know how magical you are? Like, how could you not? How could you not see it? And we give love so freely to other people. You know, like, I don't think twice about loving my husband or like, you know, moms don't think twice about like loving their children. Like you just love people. You just do. It's not like something you have to try. You don't have to try. Right. And then when it comes to like loving yourself, it's like, well, I'm trying. I'm trying to love myself. And it's like, what the, why is it so free? Why is it so free for other people? You just give it away so freely. And when it comes to yourself, like you literally live in this body. This body does everything for you. You know, your brain comes up with like magical strategies. Your heart is just like full of so much love. And like, you can't have love for this vessel. Like, when did this happen? You know, like this is societal conditioning that has just like taught us that we're not enough and that everything that happens externally is our fault or in some way, you know, makes us unworthy and incapable of being loved. And it's bullshit. It's such bullshit. Like you get to be worthy just for being you. You get to like be loved just for being you. That's it. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. She needs to listen to all that. And a lot of people do. And sometimes, <laughs> well, and sometimes I do. Like, I, like I'm like i very like, nope. If at the end of the day, I'm freaking, I mean, if I'm, if I go, I put myself to bed every single night and I am totally okay with it. I love it. I cherish it. I cherish my alone time. I'm an introvert at heart. I learned the most about myself during solitary moments and in solitude. It's actually where I found myself and I can share that story later. But it's just, I want to scream at my girlfriends or anyone for that matter who does have that response of, well, at the end of the day, I have myself, that's it. I just want to be like, what? But you're amazing. You're, let me tell you all the reasons why you're such a badass. Like I could list everything, but it's... She's got to feel it for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's got to feel it for her. I mean, that's the journey most of us are on or have been on or it's ongoing, you know? Like, I mean having the tools that I have now and, you know, coaching the stuff that I do now, I'm able to help my clients like through this process, but also I'm able to continue like help myself and I'm continuing to do the work because it like never ends. Right. And like, even just like this last week, just feeling like I felt a little bit of unworthiness pop up, you know, and there was some comparison and there was some like, I'm so behind and, and I'm in a transitional period. I'm in a period of flux, right? And so it's just like so much shit going on all at once. And it's very easy to get caught up in this like, I'm behind. But it's like, there's no timeline. There's no timeline. Like, it doesn't matter. You're not behind. I had to like go in and just like, where is this coming from? You know, where is this coming from? And then how can I love you more? What does this part of me need right now? Like, how can I love this part of me more so that it feels like, worthy and valid and doesn't need like external validation because that's what we all like go for 
And there's a saying, I didn't make the saying up, I wish I did, and I don't remember where I first heard it from, and it's been overused again and again and again. But you also can't, a lot of women do this, and I think my friend does too, and I'll be honest, sometimes I do it too, and then I catch myself, and then nip that in the bud as quickly as possible. But there's a saying that you should not compare your first chapter to someone else's ending or your middle of your book of your life to someone else's beginning. Like there is no, like, like you said, there is no timeline. Like things are happening. I believe things are happening in everyone's life as is, as they should be. You have lessons you're supposed to learn. Yeah. And like you said, if those who are just, what you say earlier, they like the certainty. And it like just drives them nuts, but it's like, no, like, you don't get that. I mean, none of we don't get to be certain about pretty much. I mean, the really only thing you can be certain about is yourself. Boom. Going back to that, that's your foundation. That's (laughs) your core. Yeah. Boom. Your core. That's your core. That's your foundation. Exactly. Like, that is something that is not changing at the end of the day. Like that is, mm, you know, our listeners can't see me. I'm like, it looks like I'm groping myself. I'm just grabbing, trying to grab my heart. Like I want to hug my own heart right now. Like that's. <laughs> yeah. Full circle like, moment. <laughs> yeah. See, we bring it back. Yeah. We go off on tangents, we bring it back. But yeah, I yeah. mean, we're always going to shift and we're always going to grow. and We're always going to change, but we are the one things that we can, that we can be certain about. We cannot be certain about the external world. We can't be certain about other people, you know, like you have a certainty and you have a knowing in your body about what is true. That's it. And that belongs to you. I mean, with that, I think like, <laughs> I love it. That was so good. I think. Oh uh, my God. Yeah. If you guys like this, if you guys like us just like chit chatting without like a real place to go, but kind of, but not really, but yeah, a little bit then let me know. Slide up in my DMs. It's at Extel Rose or you can head up the Self Love Breakfast Club and just let us know what's going on. And if you guys want to be up on all the latest info and whatnot, go to selfloveforbreakfast.com and you can sign up for text notifications and find out everything first because I always talk to my text community first. So thank you so much, Deb, for coming on and just like girl chatting with me. I am like so excited to like do more of these. I am too. This was awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.